to the Cleaning for Profit podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson, and I will be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, 10 Networking Mistakes to Avoid. One of the fastest ways to drum up business for your cleaning business is through networking. That's why we spend so much time talking about it. Networking gets you in front of more people who either need your service or know someone who does. In other words, it creates sales opportunities. However, many people make a variety of mistakes during the networking process that prevents them from getting the most out of their efforts. Now, here are 10 of the biggest mistakes people make when networking. Knowing what they are should help you out tremendously at your next event. Number one going to all of the wrong events. When we first started our cleaning business, we tried to attend as many networking events as we could cram into our schedule. However, we quickly realized that we ran into the same group of corporate regulars at these events. The corporate group's mission was not compatible with ours. This is because they were not our target market. We were shooting for small businesses at the time. And even if they were our target market, very few of those people who attended the networking events interacted with the type of decision maker we usually worked with. Normally we're dealing with the office manager. They didn't know who the heck hired the cleaning company. They had no idea. So they were of no use to us at these networking events. So before long, obviously we caught on and we realized we were going to all the wrong events, basically wasting our time. The moral of this mistake is to get the most from your networking opportunities You have to show up at the right events. You have to show up at the events that your prospects attend. For us, the solution to this problem was to focus on the smaller networking groups around town instead of the big ones dominated by the giant companies. And there's a ton of these little ones. They're the ones you want to be a part of when you first start out. You can always gravitate to the bigger ones down the road as you grow. But in my opinion, start on the smaller ones because that's where your market is. Number two waiting for other people to introduce themselves to you. is another one. A lot of people holding up the walls at these meetings. A sizable percentage of the population is hesitant to go up to a total stranger and strike up a conversation. That's human nature. But to have success at this networking game, you're going to have to find a way to overcome that fear. You need to take the initiative and introduce yourself to others. It's the only way to do this. Another quirk of human nature is that if you break the ice first, you will be perceived as a person of authority and power. All it takes is a little confidence to do this. If you have a little confidence to take the initiative, people will think, wow, you're a mover and a shaker and I can do business with you. Small little detail of human nature. Number three, talking too much. This is a common mistake you see all the time. You do not want to dominate the conversation when you're out at these networking events because it's not about you, it's about them. If you want to make a good impression with others, there's only one way to do so. Listen much more than you speak. Keep in mind, also, that networking is not really the time to do your hard selling, so you should just really be all ears and try to ask questions, get other people to talk. You're going to have your chance to sign people up for cleaning services down the road. Right now, you're just trying to make connections you can follow up on later. Number four, not engaging with other people. What's that mean? Essentially, not asking any questions. 
the fastest and most effective way to create a connection with others is to ask them questions. Inquire about their business. What do they do? What special challenges do they face in their field? What do they enjoy most about their work? These types of questions encourage others to share information with you, and it helps position yourself as someone who cares and as someone they may be able to do business with down the road. You just have to show that you care, and you show that way that you show that you care by asking questions. Number five, getting distracted by others. Raise your hand if you have had a conversation with someone who's constantly watching what's going on in the room instead of paying attention to what you're saying. Doesn't that leave you with a, a kind of a you, you feel ignored and unimportant? I know it gives me that feeling when people are doing that. It, it, it seems like, you know, they don't even care what you're saying. They're too busy looking around this room. People who do that, they make a bad impression, okay? And they may even make a bad enough of an impression to not get a referral, which means, if, I mean, that's the only reason they're there at these networking uh, events in the first place is to drum up business. And if they're making bad impressions, they're wasting their time. They should just stay home and watch The Simpsons. Don't make the same mistake. Give absolute attention to every person you meet and try to learn how you may be able to help them. This is important. Comes up in the next one. Number six, staying focused on your own self interest. This is another mistake. You have to make the effort to find out how you can help someone else get what they want. There is a good chance they will reciprocate and give you what you want if you just help them out first. Zig Ziglar said it best. This is a quote You can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want got to give first and you'll get it on the back end. Number seven, inability to articulate how you can help others. Many people get tongue-tied and you could talk to them for 20 minutes. You don't even know what, they're, what they do for a living after all this time. You got to cut to the chase when you're talking to other people. You have to be able to distill what your company brings to the table in easy to understand language. In other words, you got to make it easy for those people to grasp what you're all about. So how would you do this when you own a cleaning company? Well, to me, this is what this means. It means you're basically telling people that you operate a cleaning company that knows how to get things done right the first time. You won't make any excuses if there's a slip-up. You're fanatical about quality control. And you will solve their problem if given the chance. That's it. If you can leave them convinced that you are that person, you're going to be one busy owner of a highly successful cleaning company. Oh, and by the way, you'll probably become quite wealthy in the process. Number eight, not establishing any connections. This is kind of a play off of some of the earlier ones. To network effectively, you need to connect with people. Though, you're not going to connect with everybody because the world is full of all types of people. But to improve your results, you can make use of a simple approach that it will, I'm, I guarantee will work wonders for you. And I call this the one, two, three technique. It's simple. If you can pull off this method, you will be in great shape. Number one, you have to make eye contact. Number two, smile. Number three, ask questions. Wow, that's pretty simple. One, two, three. Eye contact, smile, ask questions. I think everybody out there can do that. It all starts with just looking somebody, uh, looking somebody in the eye, smiling to them. That sets the tone for asking a question about what they do you will instantly be among the best networkers if you can just use that one two three technique it's as simple as that number nine 
performing the meet, greet, and leave strategy. Virtually every networking event has at least one person running around like a jackrabbit saying, saying, Hi, here's my card. Nice to meet you. Then they run off to the next person. This type of technique may mean you give your card out to a lot of folks, but you are never going to build a relationship with anyone that way. And if you follow my blog and our teachings to any degree, you're going to know this. Relationships rule. They are number one. And you don't build a relationship by running around saying, here's my card, see you later. It just doesn't work that way. This means you need quality over quantity. That always works. You will get much better results by getting quali quality over quantity. Number 10. This is an important one, too. Not following up afterwards. What you do after the networking event is just as critical to what you did during the event. You need to follow up with whoever you just met. This is a part of the whole relationship building concept, okay? Following up. Keep in mind that following up does not mean you're touching base three months later to see what's going on. That's That type of pr approach adds no value to the relationship. Much too much time has passed. They probably don't even remember you. You need to get in touch with them while everything is still fresh. And here's two strategies to consider. Number one, when you meet a prospect, make plans to get in touch with them shortly after the networking event took place. Maybe within two to five days. That sounds about right. Arrange a meeting with them at a time that suits their schedule. You want to be open to whatever whatever works for them, boom, you're available. Number two, if you meet someone who's not a prospect, look for opportunities to send some business their way. Maybe you know somebody who could use the services that they offer. Or give the, send that person you know to them and say, hey, just tell them I sent you. Either way, being a giver is a surefire way to not only make a friend, but to get some referrals coming back your way when they reciprocate the favor, which most people will do. When you give first, people will give to you on the back end. Some people will stiff you. That's fine. That's life. But on the whole, when you give first, people will give back to you. Networking can have a dramatic impact on your sales by providing you take the time to do it correctly. And if you can avoid these 10 mistakes the way I just told you to avoid them, you will be in great shape. You will make a ton of money in the cleaning business because this is a cheap way, aside from the initial sign-up cost to getting to these networking events. Networking is just a fantastic way to tell a lot of people that you're in business because all the people you tell will tell somebody else. And it just, boom, it ripples out like a giant wave from there. So... Um, this wraps up our episode of 10 Networking Mistakes to Avoid. I hope you found it interesting, and thanks for listening. Be sure to check back next week for our next episode. For more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog at cleaningforprofit.com. Just click on the blog section for my latest posts. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit the website and go to the Contact Me page. I look forward to hearing from those of you who touch base, and I'll talk to the rest of you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.